Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Wednesday, October 26th. Today happens to be the birthday of a lot of folks we know. Sister Sandy Woodard is having a birthday today. Ava Barnett having a birthday today. Brother Johnny Brown having a birthday today. And Sister Susan Beck. All four of these having birthdays today. We want to say happy birthday to every one of them. And I hope you're having a great day as well. Well, today also happens to be Wednesday, which means it is time for our midweek prayer service. This is the final Wednesday of October. And I hope you're making plans to be in the house of God tonight. If you don't have somewhere already lined up to go, we'd love to invite you to come and be with us here at 1415 Island Ford Road, Madisonville, Kentucky. The Island Ford Baptist Church starting up at 7 p.m. tonight. We'll be making more announcement about that in just a moment at the close of the broadcast. But I've got a message that we began on Monday that we're going to continue throughout this week, and we'll be dealing with that here in just a moment. Hope you're having a great day, and we'll pray for us that God would bless and meet the needs here. We've got a number of prayer requests that we're asking God to touch and help the sick folks and people that got pains and aches and problems, and we're asking the Lord to meet these needs. Well, before I go to the message, I've got a song queued up here by the Shepherd family, and this is our children singing a song I hadn't played in a good long while, but it's a good song. This song's entitled, And as we look in the scripture today for this week's broadcast, we've got several texts of scripture in our message today. We're going to begin in Psalm chapter number 25 and verse 7. Again, we'll begin in Psalm 25, verse 7, if you'd like to be turning there. We'll also be turning to 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verse 17, 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 22, and Titus, chapter 2, and verse 6. Today's sermon is going to be dealing with the sins of the youth and a call to come to Jesus. I've entitled this message, A Remembrance and a Request. It's a remembrance of the sins of the youth and a request for youth to come to Jesus. This is our third day of looking at this particular message. We've talked about the sin of pride. We've talked about sensual pleasures. Now, on today's program, we're going to deal with a few more. We're going to talk about the rashness of youth. We're going to talk about the sin of scoffing at religion and religious people. We're going to talk about lustfulness and wantonness among the youth. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Psalm chapter number 25. I'm going to have several texts to get us started off this morning. And I'm preaching a topical message. One verse from Psalm 25. And also we're going to be going to... 1 Samuel chapter number 2, and then we'll be going to the New Testament, Psalm 25 and verse number 7. The Bible says, Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O Lord. You might notice verse number 6, he said, Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness." So he's saying here, Lord, remember mercy, but forget my sins. 
That's what he's saying. Lord, remember mercy, but don't remember my sins. All right, look in 1 Samuel chapter number 2 and verse number 17. The Bible's talking about Eli's sons. Wherefore, the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for men abhorred the offering of the Lord. Also go now to 2 Timothy chapter number 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And while you're getting there, I'll say, he said, Remember not the sins of my youth. I underline that phrase, sins of my youth. First Samuel chapter 2, he talked about the sin of the young men. So I'm going to be dealing with the sins of the youth today. That's not my title. I'll give you my title in a minute. Brother Steve will like it. It's two lines long. Amen. And uh, be a blessing. <laughs> Second Samuel chapter 2, verse 22. You could underline these first four words. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Back just a page or two, Titus chapter 2 and verse number 6. Young men, likewise exhort to be sober-minded. So you notice in all these texts that I read, he's mentioned sins of youth, young men, youthful lusts, and young men again. Amen. I want to, I want to preach on this thought and really directed my message to the young people but it'll be, it'll fit every one of us. But I want to preach on this. A remembrance of youthful sins and a request for youth to come to Christ. A remembrance of youthful sins and a request for youth to come to Christ. Now I'll say more about those things. Now these two main points, as I said, uh, the remembrance of youthful sins and the request for young people to come to Christ or for youth to come to Christ. First of all, I'll deal with this remembrance of youthful sins. The psalmist said in Psalm 25, 7, he talked about the sins of his youth. These sins in all these other verses, sins that are very prominent among young people. And so with that in mind, I'd like to deal with a few of those sins. And this is not an extensive, and I don't have time, of course, neither do you for me to deal with this extensively. But let me just throw out some things that I believe primarily affect young people more than they do Sometimes perhaps older people. Number one, the sin of pride. Pride, the sin of pride. Number two, sensual pleasure. Many times, and this is just given to young people, you can just see it, they're given to pleasure. They're, they're for having fun. Everything's for fun. Solomon saw the folly and all that in Ecclesiastes chapter number one, verse number eight, the last phrase. He said, the eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. Solomon realized all those things he was chasing after, he never get filled, he never get satisfied. Amen. He went on to call it vanity of vanities. He saw it as utterly detestable, utterly despicable. So there's the sin of pride, there's the, there's the uh, sensual pleasures. Number three, there's rashness, just rashness. Now, whether or not this is a sin, I, won't, I didn't call it the sin of rashness. I thought about John it that way, but I'm not necessarily sure that it's a sin, but I think it could be. Youthful people, youthfulness is often characterized by rashness. You ever ask a young person a question, and before you get halfway through the question, they're answering? Because they know the answer before you start. One, one fellow said, if you, could just, if you could just hire young people for what they think they're worth, and then sell them for what they're actually worth, you could make a fortune. Amen. 
But sometimes they're, they're rash. They're quick to, to do these things. They're quick to, uh, they're, they jump to a conclusion. I, I wrote it this way. Uh, young people have, some young people have little knowledge and less fear. Little knowledge, even less fear. They're apt to rashly run to and fro. They move faster, run faster, drive faster, and wreck faster. That's true. I say that again because it's right. They move faster, run faster, drive faster, and wreck faster. Amen. Let me just give a, 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 a plug right here to the young people that are here. Be careful around you because in our, in our church we have some elderly people and they don't move as fast as you do. Sometimes you're backing up and you might back right into one of them or back right in their way when they're trying to navigate around. I've seen that happen more than one time. I'm not fussing at you. I'm just saying... Keep your eyes alert. Be, be aware of what's going on. Amen. Be aware of what's around you when you're moving around. Amen. But young people can just move quicker. They, they many times jump to conclusions quicker. Even when they don't have all the information. Amen. Even when they've not actually weighed all the information and all those things that they come, without knowing all the evidence, they come to a quick conclusion. I think that's probably why Paul told Titus, to exhort young men to be sober-minded. Think through some of these things. Here's an illustration. You remember Rehoboam, son of Solomon, ascended to the throne. He'd only been on the throne a little while, it looks like. The people came to him and said, Would you lighten our load? Rehoboam asked the counselors, who were the older men, that had been his dad's counselors, he said, What should I do? They said, If you'll give in just a little bit to them, they'll serve you. But he asked counsel of the young men. By the way, it's, it's amazing how that a lot of times young men know how to, for example, they know, they know everything about being a father. They've not been one yet. They know everything about running a business. They've not done one yet. Amen. Rehoboam asked the young men, they said, you be harsh. You be strong. You be bold and brash to those people and you'll make them serve you. But it didn't happen that way. He found out in his folly, amen, that he made an enemy of the people that caused a divided kingdom. Amen. He cost, cost him the allegiance of the majority of the nation. He lost the majority of the nation. Here's, here's another illustration of rashness. David, when he was fleeing from, from Saul, you remember the situation with Nabal? Nabal refused. And by the way, Nabal was rash. Nabal said, I'm not going to give anything to these men. They've been good to me, but I don't know them, who they are and all that. And he said, I'm not going to give anything to them. And David, in his rashness, almost destroyed a man and his whole house and family and business. But Abigail intervened, amen, and David recognized his, his rashness. And that's the rashness of youth. Be careful, be careful if you move too quickly, amen. Sometimes it's better to be slow and deliberate, amen. The old saying, slow and steady wins the race. Amen. Amen. Let me give you another one. These sins of the youth scoffing at religion or religious people. Making a mock of God or God's people. You remember how that those young people came out to Elisha? Some of us was talking about, matter of fact, Brother Jacob, we were talking about this last Sunday or Sunday before. Those young people came out and mocking Elisha and saying, go up thou bald head, go up thou bald head. I think what they're saying, Elijah went up in a chariot of fire. They were saying, won't you do that? Won't you just go on to heaven and leave us alone? Go on up, go on up. And they're mocking him because of his bald head. Second Kings chapter number 2. But you remember what happened to them? Brought the judgment of God. The she-bear came 
and destroyed them. Amen. In the book of Job, turn with me if you will, and I'll show you this. Job chapter number 30. I didn't realize this, and when I saw it, it was a, a blessing to me to, to recognize it. Job chapter 30. I did know some of those men came, his friends, and you know the situation there. And then a young man came and ridiculed Job. Look at Job chapter 30, verse number 1. These are the words of Job. But now they that are younger than I have me in derision. He said, these young people are mocking me. Whose fathers I would have disdained to have set with the dogs of my flock. He said, even their daddies didn't know anything. Really, that's pretty much what he's saying. Even their parents didn't know anything. And these young people are mocking me. That's Job. I'm talking about Job who the Lord said was a perfect and upright man. Who loved the Lord and eschewed evil. He did everything he knew to do that was right. Look at verse number 12. He said, upon my right hand rise the youth. They push away my feet and they rise up against me. The ways of their destruction. They raise up against me. That's it. They raise up against me the ways of their destruction. I'm telling you, that's how it is today. But what are they mocking Job for? I believe they're mocking Job because of his being religious. He's, he's holding to his principles. He's holding to his character. He's not denied God. He still prayed. He still offered sacrifices till he didn't have any more sacrifices. And then he's just sitting in the, in the ashes and he's praying to his God, and they're mocking him for trying to stay true to his God. That's how it is today. A lot of young people mock at religion. Amen. They mock at religious people. They view their newfangled values as correct. While the values of the day... and it's what Well, we're evolving. We're evolving, and we're changing, and we're more... We're wiser than any generation has ever been. All you got to do to realize how foolish that is is pick up some old books. Pick up some old books, and more than likely there'll be a lot of words in there you can't even pronounce. Amen. Just a book from a couple hundred years ago, there'll be words that you can't pronounce, words that you have no idea what they mean, but those men knew what they meant. Many of them knew what other languages meant. They knew what the, the Latin and the Greek and the Hebrew and a lot of those other... They understood those things. They had more wisdom in those days. Oh yeah, those were the dark ages. I understand there was some dark ages back there. I understand the Catholic Church kept people in ignorance in a lot of ways. They intentionally did that. But when they came out at the Enlightenment and they got to read in their Bible and they got to notice things, those men were smarter than men are today by far. Amen. But then we've got these quote-unquote young kids that rise up and say, we want to take over the city and we want to have everything our way. Just keep pumping the power to us. Just keep pumping the water to us. Just keep bringing food to us. Just take care of us and, and supplies with everything. But we're going to be our own people and our own nation. No, you're not. Mocking really called this older generation fuddy-duddy ideas. Scoffing at them and poking fun at them. Amen. One last thing, I'm talking about these sins of the youth. And I'll get to my second point. This is fifth subpoint: Lustfulness and wantonness. Paul told that young preacher Timothy, flee youthful lusts. Not that Paul suspected Timothy of having an affair. Not that Paul suspected Timothy of doing something that was wrong, even contemplating doing that, but rather just knowing the temptations of the flesh, just knowing the temptations of the body, just knowing the temptations 
of youthfulness. Applicable with his age, Paul said to Timothy, you, not only you preach to the young people and exhort them like he told Titus, but he said, you yourself flee youthful lust. Listen, there's been a lot of preachers down through the ages that have stood and preached to you not to commit adultery, and they got snared in adultery themselves. That's why Paul said, give attention to doctrine, to the word, but he said, give attention unto thyself. Amen. Pay attention to thyself. What we're preaching is not just for you, it's for all of us. Amen. Amen. It's for all of us. And so Paul said to Timothy, he said, you need to be warned. Amen. Samson was a young man. Once he had tasted of the wine of fornication, he was drunken on it, and he chased after it the rest of his life. Wrecked his life because of it. Amen. Samson. Solomon was another one. Solomon had some wisdom, and yet Solomon let his eyes get him carried away. Those sinful desires, even though he had been instructed in the right way, he was led astray by his strange wives, the Bible says. Amen. Likewise, David was a valiant young man. Won, won the battles for the Lord. Amen. And yet, later on, allowed his youthful lust for women to bring him down to a state of heart and mind and soul that cost him dearly the rest of his life. Amen. I heard some, some preacher said it this way. I think it's right. He said the strongest man, talking about Samson, the smartest man, Solomon, and the most spiritual man allowed their eyes to get them in trouble. They fail because of their lust, lustfulness and wantonness, particularly a sin among young people. Be careful about those things. Amen. There are things, I've, I've, I've touched it already, that you may do as a young person that will haunt you to your last day on earth. You'd be wise to do what Paul the Apostle told Timothy. He said, flee youthful lusts. All, wise, all young people are not fallen. I know what they say. Well, they're all doing it. No, they're not all doing it. Amen. Amen. I remember I'd, I'd say to my dad, I, I remember one thing in particular. When our school class was going to the movies, the school was taking us to the movies, and it was that wicked movie, Benji. You remember that? Benji, about a little dog. My mother-in-law had a dog named Benji. That's what we named Benjamin after him. No, I'm kidding. That movie, Benji, and Dad said, you boys ain't going. Me and my brother said, you ain't going. I said, Daddy, everybody's going. He said, no, everybody's not going because you and your brother are not going. We had to stay at school. They had to have somebody especially to watch us while the rest of the class, uh, two, two grades, my grade and my brother's grade, fourth and fifth grade, both was going to the movie. And Dad said, nope, you've got to stay there. And we had to stay there. And I don't remember what we did now. All I remember is my bottom lip sticking out way out there. Couldn't see past it. Amen. But listen, the, the world says everybody's doing it. No, you don't have to do it. You can say, I'm not doing it. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I'm not going to do it. Amen. Everybody may get piercings through their nose and through their eyebrows and through, through their bottom lip. You don't have to do it. You don't have to. Amen. Everybody may mark up their body. You don't have to. You don't have to. Everybody may look at pornography. You don't have to. Everybody don't have to do it. Matter of fact, nobody has to do it. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. 
And I would like to invite you to come and be with us tonight for our midweek prayer service every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We'll be meeting here, Lord willing, tonight for that. We'll have special time of prayer around the altar, special time of prayer requests taken from the pulpit, and then we'll have preaching from the Word of God as well as some good singing together, congregational and perhaps special. Love to have you come and be with us for that service tonight at 7 p.m. We are easily located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.